Tak kan det. Joe Flacco revenge game. I completely forgot he was on the Jets. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like calling a Joe this a Joe Flacco revenge game as if he hasn't been on like half the teams in the <laughs> NFL. Like every game is a revenge game <laughs> for Joe Flacco. I'm pretty sure they go against the Ravens in Week 18. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure. I'm That's pretty so sure. good. That's so yeah. Back to back revenge games for Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco is gonna. Join the is gonna lead the Browns to victory. He's gonna eliminate the Ravens from playoff contention. Uh, oh, they play the Bengals. Oh, oh, is also the Bengals? a revenge game. Lame. I don't know. It could I be. I don't think so. No, definitely not. <laughs> he's Joe Flacco. He's not Case Keenum. He hasn't been on right, like, right, well. right. <laughs> um. Well, welcome back to his forty threesome, everybody. Welcome it's been. Back. It's been a while. I hope you all had a happy, happy holidays. Mm -hmm. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Christmas. And a happy new year. And happy a happy new, new year. year. It's on the horizon. I can't believe that uh, 2023 is almost over. And we have two weeks left in the NFL football season. Coming to an end. What the heck? Yep. It's it's kind of crazy the way that it's flown by. Yeah. It's, it's flown by, but it's also been really long. I feel like. I feel like last year it felt a lot shorter. Mm, to me. Mm. I don't know. I mean this this time we've we've painstakingly analyzed each and every <laughs> snap from every team. That's true. That's uh, true. So it's definitely been uh, you know it definitely seems longer. Mm -hmm. That does make sense. I feel like we've been doing this podcast for two years. I know. So. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, with those years comes lots of experience. And so, what were your guys's favorite? experiences from this this new year or this this past year rather for me uh it's probably getting my own apartment are we just talking about in life are we just, it's just oh like i don't life, i don't know a life question <laughs> I, uh, did I, just get, did I just get off topic no you're good <laughs> whenever i started that sentence i did not know where it was going and i was like here's a fun way that i can end the sentence and completely <laughs> threw you guys into the water with that one um yeah, um yeah uh here i got an apartment this nice. year uh and it has been fun it's it's a first time living. the first time i have a roommate that i don't despise nice uh, or end up despising um so yeah it's been it's been good <laughs> um new experience for me i guess being in school is pretty fun again oh i graduated learning oh he did graduate. Oh, nice. a scholar. School. But yeah, being in school is fun and learning things is pretty cool. And we started this podcast. It's been pretty fun. Mm -hmm. Talking about sports with the boys. Sports with the yes, boys. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. Um, for me, it's probably... Well, I guess I met Bree last year, but it's been a wonderful ride this m most of the year. Has it been a whole year, since I've known her, yeah. yeah um, it has been a while, wow. We started dating in February, yeah. and we became official in January. So, that's pretty crazy. The 4th of the fourth of January, which also happens to be our, uh, our anniversary. Wait, did you say you met in February? No, we, we, met, oh. we met last year. But, uh, so I guess that's technically not this year, uh, which you, was the prompt for the question, but... You, you've known for uh, over a year, that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah, basically. And so, 
um that's been awesome this podcast has been awesome um i feel like did i also start streaming this year as well like on twitch.tv slash adonis gq yeah i made my i made my twitch stream adonis gq I uh I made my social media accounts uh at Adonis GQ on all platforms. <laughs> it's actually not Adonis oh, yeah. GQ, but maybe I should make one so that someone doesn't snatch that up. It's actually Hop Adonis Dick. That's yeah, thank you. No spaces. <laughs> no spaces. Um, and we also have a uh, a Twitter at a sporty threesome, which I need to. I need, I think I need to start remembering to put that into the into the show description. Oh yeah, um, I should, like start tweeting on it. Have you been tweeting on it? Uh, it I have not been keeping up with the tweets. Twenty twenty four, we're gonna be active on other socials. All right, sick. Well, twenty twenty four is the year that uh, we all quit our jobs and become podcasters. <laughs> time it sounds like Let's we'll get it. that uh, TikTok sports clout and uh, forget we knew anybody uh, when we blow up. <laughs> um, just kidding. If we you know me now. You don't. You won't. <laughs> um. Well, speaking of that sports thing that we do on occasion, oh, yeah. Um. Aside probably... from each other. While we're talking sports. Right, yeah, yeah. It's it's all a part of the same thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Matthew, you were not on our last week's episode. I was not. I was absent. Yeah. Um, what was... Do uh, you got any uh, any NBA updates for us? Um. Well, since last week, there's been a few things, few big things that have happened. The Detroit Pistons make history in the worst way possible. Uh, they become the team with the longest losing streak ever at 27 games. I feel um, like that's even worse now that they have the record because now nobody wants to lose. To yeah, them. like every like, team is like circling the Pistons on their schedule. It's like, we cannot, cannot lose. We cannot be this team. <laughs> do not lose. And like people have said it in interviews. Like, yeah, like we do not want to be the team that loses to them. Uh, like, <laughs> that's crazy. Man. But now the Pistons are just going to keep like, and their schedule i mean obviously they're the worst team in the league so like every team that they play is going to be better than them but like the stretch of games that they have right now is crazy like right now they're playing the celtics i will say uh two minutes left in the second quarter pistons and celtics i was just looking at that uh pistons are up 58 to 43 oh no on my celtics uh, on my nba app it says 62 to 43 no way just updated it's a 19 point game in boston so oh my god we can talk later about uh hated rivals losing but who is how i know jalen brown's out Ooh, well, that's I mean, that's I literally no excuse. In the East. You're yeah. first in the East, Out and they all. are last in the West. Yeah, I mean, the Celtics have plenty of weapons to be able to beat them easily. KP is in, Tatum is in, Holiday is in, Derek White's in, Al Horford's in, Sam mm-hmm. Hauser's in, Peyton Pritchard. Like, they're all they're all healthy. That's, yeah, I mean, you're losing, like, your second best player, or missing your second best player, that's about it. Kate but, has 22 points on basically 70% efficiency right now. He had like a 40-point game last week. Yeah. Or, or like a couple, couple days ago. Yeah, and like that's what's so crazy to me about this losing streak is that they have like, they like have good talent. And like, when I think of bad teams, I think of like 
the trust of process like Sixers in the first year who lost who originally had the highest streak yeah of, at of like twenty six, and I'm like, if you look at that roster, it's like none of those people are even in the league anymore, <laughs> and like yeah. that wasn't even that long ago. I think like a lot of their talent is also like undeveloped or like developing. Yeah, like it's. But it's just you know, take take this whole team in their prime and like maybe that'll be something. But they're yeah. all the average age of that team has to be like yeah, they're definitely twenty two or something. Yeah, they're one of the youngest teams in the league for sure. Which um, which of course like you'll get better as you age. Yeah. Um. But like it, like as you said just a second ago, like Kate had a forty piece game, like two days ago, and it's just like it's so crazy to me how. He hasn't been able to just like go nuclear and just like carry them to a win, mm-hmm. where like or like their whole team is just firing off on all on all cylinders and like, I don't know. It just it's so weird to me how they weren't able to squeeze in like one win in there somewhere with like because like they have good people on their team and they have Cade who should like, in my opinion, he should be able to carry that team to at least one win. Like, mm-hmm. but I don't know. That's it's crazy and. Hey, if they beat the Celtics tonight, that would be fucking hilarious. Oh, that'd be so funny. I, the, that would be the 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 late Christmas gift that I that I needed. If, if the Lakers yeah. can't beat them on Christmas, which we did not, uh, then you know what? I'll take an embarrassing loss mm-hmm. to uh, a record breaking losing losingest team, a historically bad team. Yeah. Yep. That's a better like, way of saying like, it. Yeah, this roster is going to go down as like the trust the process uh, yeah. Sixers and like the 2011 Cavs. Like, yeah. It's... But in like in like three years when they do get more time in the league, I think we're going to look back and be like, how the fuck did they lose that many like <laughs> games in a row? Like, With that much like talent. Yeah, like we're, they're going to blossom into good players and be like, how did this team lose so many games? Thompson's going to go to like... Uh, like a different team and just like go off and be like the second best option. Yeah. But yeah. And that uh trust the process uh or no, it was the yeah, the Sixers and then it was the Lakers team after LeBron left the first time. You mean you mean Cavs oh, team? Or yeah, yeah, the yeah. Cavs. Yeah. Um, I think that was I think that was 11 or 12 cuz I saw the same thing that you're talking about. It was I'm pretty sure it was like either 2011 or 2012. Yeah, so the first time he was with the Cavs, he had carried them to, like, a 61-win season. And then after he leaves, they won, like, 19 games. (laughs) It's so crazy. And then that I think that Cavs team lost at 25 or 24 in a row. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, Pistons make history. Uh, Jaw returns. uh, And his return, the Grizzlies are already 4-0. They already have more wins than the Pistons have all season. And y'all literally just came back. Um, but yeah, he looks amazing. Like, he came in and started to do what he does best. Like, he did not need a single game to warm up. Like, I mean, in the first game he played against the Pelicans, like, in the first half, he kind of looks a little, like, mm, rough. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you're you're off for twenty five games, so inevitably, like you're gonna come back a little. Uh, I I want I keep wanting to say uh, washed, not washed, but 
like rusty rusty yeah. that's the word i'm looking for he's, he's been looking killer though i mean he in the first game back he had that that buzzer beater yeah he had that buzzer beater his playmaking looks amazing like he's been making some crazy passes mm -hmm. uh that i haven't really seen him make before so i wonder if like he's been working on that with his uh suspension um but yeah the grizzlies they're gonna be dangerous if they can find a way to make it into the play-in I think they can definitely sneak their way into the play-in, yeah. for sure. Um, but yeah, and they're 4-0. They play the Nuggets tonight, so they might catch their first sell with Jaw being back, but I don't know. I feel like I feel like with him back, they have a chance against anyone because he's just that good, honestly. Mm -hmm. mm, and then... I guess I can talk about Luca's generational stretch he's been having. Dude, I feel uh, like every after every Mavs game, like some NBA aggregate account will be like Luca over like the past like however many games, and then the list just keeps getting longer. And I'm like, yeah. bro, what what are these numbers <laughs> yeah. that I'm looking at? It's like video game numbers. Oh my god, the game on Christmas Day. Um, they played the Suns. And, like, just from the first quarter, like, he had 18 points. And he would just, like, any time he shot, it was just going in. He was just stepping back on him. They would send a double. Did not matter. Like, Luka, you can double team Luka, and he's just going to find the best play for whoever it is. It could be Grant Williams. It could be Derrick Jones Jr. It could be Derrick Lively. Like, he's just, like, so patient when they he gets pressured and just, like, the pace in which he plays and they just any team could throw anything at him and he's just going to find a way to either score or like make a play for his teammates and that's how he's able to draw 50 point games but then also have like 15 assists along with it it's because every single play like he's in, initiating the offense or just doing crazy stuff mm -hmm. and that game on christmas day it's a good one man he was playing very good defense as well. Mm -hmm. um, Clampin, I, I remember... He had like seven stocks or something like that? Yeah, I think he had Jesus. four blocks and three seals. Yeah. But I'm just glad he did that on a national uh, national televised game. Against the Suns. Against, against the, the Suns. Ah, he owns that <laughs> franchise. <man. laughs> it's got to be Devin Booker. It has to be. Ever since he said, oh, the Luka special, where the fuck? Nah. Yeah, Luca. Luca has some circled on the schedule every year for yeah. sure. That's so funny. Um, but yeah, he's been going absolutely insane. They lost um last night though to mm, the Cavs, Ooh. and then they play again tonight oh, against yeah. the T Wolves. Didn't they give um, up uh, fifteen straight points in the fourth quarter? They did. I yeah, they yeah. did. Um, that was tough. They to just watch. yeah, they just went cold in the fourth quarter quarter um like after the five minute mark they just cannot make a single shot at all um and then luca's out tonight against the t-wolves so that's probably just another l honestly <laughs> makes sense Other luca and that, Kyrie out uh yeah yeah, so. yeah um do we know when he's coming back i have no idea put some respect on luca and the mvp mvp Am I MVP? There you go. Why does that not sound right? M That's right. <laughs> I, know, I know it's right, but A coming out of my mouth does not feel right. MVP. Yes. Yeah. Every every you killed it. Every single one I see on you. <laughs> every single like 
uh, ranking I see him in, he's like fifth. Like, what are we doing? Joel Embiid is not first, bro. Not this year. I thought I we learned know. our lesson last no, year. No, literally. Do not give the MVP to and then Joel like, Embiid. Yeah. And then, like, be, like, Shea and, like, Jokic above him. And then, like, who was above him this time? I don't know. But it's, he's always, like, fourth or fifth. I'm like, he should at least definitely be top three. Yeah, I think like, that's comfortably fair. Especially when he's putting up numbers like that. And, like, it's not like the the Mavs are, like, a low seed by any... Like, you guys are literally the sixth seed. Like, you're in the playoffs. Like, yeah. I don't know. I I feel like... I, I definitely feel like Luka, for some reason, is disrespected. Um, And I, I feel like a lot of it is, like, people clinging on to, like, old narratives about, like, defense. Or I think it's also being, like... Well, he touches the ball on every play, and if he's putting up these numbers and the team is still losing, then how does he? How is he the MVP? And it's like, have you watched the man play <laughs> basketball? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Just watch him for literally two seconds. I beg of you. Yeah. Also, I'm so I, Joel Embiid needs to play against the real team. I am sick of him <laughs> resting against every decent defense in the entire league. Quit putting up 50 against the Pistons and yeah. put up 20 against the Celtics, please. Al Horford owns you, dog, please. <laughs> I'm just, it's yeah. so frustrating because, like, at first it was a joke where I was like, ha, that's funny. He only plays against the worst team. And then it kept happening for like three weeks now. And I'm like, <laughs> like, what is this? He's a fraud. His, his numbers are so inflated, man. It's insane. Yeah. He, yeah. I, I can't defend Joel Embiid anymore. Ever. Again. I, I, anymore. I never did. I did last year. <laughs> I, but yeah, this yeah. year I, I, I did too for, and, and like right until the playoffs started. I one of the things that also has me heated is apparently now like people are have been talking about like Jokic being the the foul hunter guy and I'm like okay are we yeah. being fucking for real right now <laughs> like Bam Adebayo himself just like whenever he just had an interview and he in that interview he was like yeah I respect him or Jokic because he's not the type that's gonna like try and get the foul the the free throw he he shoots to try and make the shot not to yeah the foul. yeah yeah. And over here, you see, like, fucking, like, Compilation 20... video. No, the literally, video like, oh, my God, like, it's, like... Like, like uh, uh, the compilation video will literally be from one game as well. It'll yeah. be, like, f like six different plays. <laughs> like, NBA like highlights from last night. And it's just, like, <laughs> just, like, seven foul calls in a row. It feels like I'm going back to, like, fucking, like, 2017 when that was, like... With, like, James Harden doing, like, those, like... Fouls oh, and like Chris Paul yeah. doing, doing the, the yeah. breakthrough fouls. Yeah, and I'm like, he, Embiid is doing that, and then also just like falling down at the same time. And it's like, you want me to respect? This is this is your this not my MVP, <laughs> <laughs> not my MVP. Um, yeah. Uh, any other NBA news? Um, the Lakers have kind of been stinky lately. We lost. I feel like we've said that for the past like three podcasts. <sighs> yeah, they, after the in season tournament, they've kind of just like taken a dip, and like all the role players haven't really been playing to their expectations. Except, I do want to mention that uh that thing about the 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 fact that the starting five that brought us to the Western Conference Finals, uh, the the st starting lineup of AD, LeBron, uh, D'Lo, Reeves, and Vando has played one combined minute together all season. Why have they done one. that? 
one Darby minute. Ham, what are you doing? The the same lineup, but with Rui instead of Vando, has played less than a minute together. That's crazy. Yeah. What? It, what? What is it all starting lineup? <laughs> it's like Cam Reddish and Torian Prince. Yeah, Cam Reddish and Torian Prince are just being fed onto this lineup. Gabe Vincent was in there for a little bit. Like Torian Prince deserves the minutes. I'm not gonna lie. He's he's a bucket for sure. But it's he's just I mean, I guess with every every like shooter, like three and D type guy, it's going to be like real streaky. Mm -hmm. Like there was I don't know if it was the game against the Celtics or or what, but there's this game where he started off like three for five. And I was like, okay, bet. And then from three, by the way, three for five from three. And then he ended the game with like like four for 15 or something like that and i was like damn like <laughs> darvin ham you gotta take him out after that like yeah. we have to have like an efficient offense not just like he'll he'll get it the shot will fall you know what i mean mm -hmm. like after a certain point you just gotta realize what's working and what's not and that's i feel like i don't know man darvin ham pisses me off I'm sometimes so sick of darvin ham and i know like the big thing is like him having his hands in his pockets or whatever but <laughs> it's the lineups for me man yeah like he like i remember like like early in the season when we trotted out it was like it was like christian wood jackson hayes and ad and i don't i think it was this is disgusting and i think it was austin reeves and max christie in the <laughs> not max christie throwing in there what are you doing i and i was watching and it in that game it worked it actually like oh worked for the time that it went but like it's like like why are you making that decision in the first place like what and i just feel like that's so indicative of like like i've talked i've talked at length on this podcast about how i feel like darvin ham used to be a player and i feel like player coaches are like they just like coach off of vibes and i feel like that's so darvin ham bro i it feel is. like he literally only coaches off of vibes and it's so like can we get some like 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 draw something up like fix some lineups like let's look at some like efficiency numbers like i don't know man like i don't know <laughs> like let's let's do something no i totally something. feel that player coaches just coach based off of vibes because that is jason case i was about to say i know i was about to say i know like, Matthew over there feels that yeah <laughs> i hate it over here as well jason kidd will let a team go on a 20 and 0 run before he calls the time no off, literally like, literally every single time i don't think i've ever broken up a, a streak bro it's insane but the thing is it's so crazy because he'll call a timeout and then he'll just drop a masterpiece of a play out of the timeout and i'm like all right but then He'll wait until it's a crazy ass run to call another timeout. Mm -hmm. I'm like, uh, I'm just thinking about that. I think I sent it in the group chat where it was the, uh, the you know, it's the format where it's like the whole team and then yeah. the him, and then it was like the whole team being like, Coach, please call a timeout. <laughs> they went on like a 15 point run, please. <laughs> and then it's just Darvin Ham, and it's like, Ooh, I wonder what, what fabric these pockets are made out of. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, man, it's been it's been pretty sad to see. Oh, speaking of more Embiid hate, we have like a little Wemby versus Chet uh, headline, I guess, if, mm -hmm. if you want to call it that. Um, and so, because especially lately, since Chet has been doing very good and Chet the, has been balling. The, the memes about similar, similar meme format um, where it's like, like Wemby alone and he's like guys pass me the ball i'm seven four open <laughs> under the rim and then the rest of the team is like "Ooh, we're playing on national television <laughs> yeah. yeah i saw that like yay we're on tv <laughs> oh, that's so funny. 
And Dude, so, um, it's uh. just, uh, I, I'm obviously, you know, both of these guys are having a good season, you know, uh, I mean, Wemby's averaging like 18 and 11 and like, that's, that's good. Like, I don't, I don't care what, uh, I mean, I know we've, he was hyped up to be like this generational talent, but I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that every single NBA prospect has been like golden right out the gate. Yeah. Um, but on these struggles, uh, you know, basketball genius Joel Embiid, <laughs> his analysis on Victor Wembenyama's slower start to the season is, quote, he has to figure out where he wants to play, whether he wants to be a guard or a big or whatever. It's not necessarily whether he wants to be a guard or a big. It's about what he wants to become. Do you want to become KD or do you want to become me? <laughs> That's the quote. Okay, I'm going to go a little bit more in depth on this just because this shit is kind of like fucking me up a little bit. So he starts this off by saying he has to figure out where he wants to play, whether he wants to be a, a guard or a big or whatever. And then he says, it's not necessarily whether he wants to be a guard or a big but so you, you just, just said you just like so basically you said nothing this entire time he was like the basically the whole quote is do you want to be kd or do you want to be me do you want to be KD? because he just canceled out what he said in back-to-back -back sentences it's so funny because normally when you say something when you phrase it like that it's normally not, not like two good options it's normally it's it's not normally like do you want to be the best or do you like do you want to be an mvp it's normally like do you want to be good or do you want to be bad that's yeah, like, that's that's the type of like. And beating the situation is the bad. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, <laughs> you want to? I'm like, Embiid, are you saying you're the bad? And this was like, KD is arguably like the top 15 player of all time. You are like, not. <laughs> and oh, it's like, God. like, I don't know, man. Because like, Wemin Yama has the skill set to be not like like Embiid. I feel like is not the same kind of player under the rim defensively as Wembenyama can be and he's also doesn't have the same like offensive skill set and he doesn't really have the same offensive skill set as either of those dudes so it's like what is this I don't know what is this analysis yeah from... like you're not throwing lobs to KD and you're not like and like Joel Embiid isn't crossing up dudes on, in the perimeter like like Wimby can do like Wimby can be his own player yeah you know? like, yeah I don't know and just I think the the appeal with Wimby and like Embiid's like you gotta choose are you gonna be this or are you gonna be that That's, but it's not necessarily about but whether you yeah but like at the same time Wimby was revered as such like the best prospect ever like and just seen like that because he's able to do like everything right like yeah. I can't think of anything in NBA that like Wimby isn't capable of so like that's what he needs to like, I guess like work on is just like showing being able to balance all that out. I mean it's gonna take a while for him to like do that. He has no like, like like role model to look up to. Yeah. Name one Wimby type player. Yeah. Like there's the, not a Wimby type. The closest is KP. Yeah. Like he was yeah, like the first like unicorn player, mm -hmm. like tall ass center that can just do everything. Or. Yeah. Well, I feel like KP mostly just had the strap though. Like, I don't think he uh, as like ran point as much as like Wimpy could. Yeah, no, he definitely didn't handle the ball as much, but he yeah. was just like a tall center who could like get around quick and yeah. was like athletic and could shoot. Um, which Wimpy is all of those things, mm -hmm. and he's very good. 
don't know. Embiid just pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, he does. And if that's the kind of analysis he offers, then it's a wonder that... Well, actually, it's not, because he's pretty good at shooting free throws. <laughs> I will say this. Uh, I Sometimes I watch the Spurs, and I just feel like the Wimby's teammates are like, want him to fail. Because the, I don't, I've never seen a team struggle so much with like giving the ball to a big in the paint so bad. Yeah. I'm like, he's 7'4". Like, you know that, right? Like, you could literally just like do that. Like, throw it like to his yeah. head and he's going to be able to like, it. literally. And I'm like, they just fail to make the simplest entry passes and it pisses me off. And then like, there'll be possessions where... I mean, I love Devin Vassell, but, like, it'll just be possessions where he just, like, has the ball in his hand the whole time, and he doesn't pass it, and I'm just, like, and he just, like, settles for a tough shot, and I'm just, like, yeah. he could have passed it to someone and got the yeah. ball moving, or passed it to the 7, 10 generational prospect on your team. I don't know. Well, yeah. <sighs> Enough. That was the NBA. And... Mm-hmm. The NFL has had a uh, a very interesting week this week. Lots of stuff has happened. Yeah, this was a this was a pretty big week in, in the NFL. Um, we had some know, Christmas it's, games. It's hard that to usually never happens. Yeah, Christmas games. Yeah, Thanksgiving were... and Christmas games this year. And the Christmas games were pretty good. Uh, well, yeah. actually, the first two weren't. Um, well, we had the, a Christmas actually, Eve game the, as well. They were better than expected. <laughs> I didn't watch the Chiefs Raiders game. But the Eagles-Giants game was good, and then the Ravens-Niners game we obviously have to talk about. Oh, absolutely. Um, um, I watched the Chiefs-Raiders game. Uh, they had a couple defensive touchdowns. I think that was their second game in a row, having two-plus defensive touchdowns. The, the uh, Raiders? Yeah. Oh, um, that's crazy. Yeah, they didn't complete a pass in like the last three quarters. Yeah, no. Which it was insane. It was a very ugly game, and there was just, like, Pat Mahomes was just getting pissed off at his teammates again for, like, dropping shit. Like, Travis Kelsey had a couple drops in this game, I think, and... it's Is it time to have an uncomfortable conversation about, about Travis Kelsey? Kelsey? No, I'm so ready for this, because I'm like, his age is starting to show a little bit, and I'm like, ever since he started dating, dating Taylor Swift, I'm like, <laughs> it, it's just, like, gone on a steady decline. Yeah. I, I, I heard someone talk about it the other day about how this is, like, the most pressure Kelsey has ever felt from, like, multiple different angles. Because not only is he now dating, like, the biggest pop star, like, in, like, the, the decade. Yeah. um But he also is, like, has the most pressure to be the best receiver on his team right now. Because yeah. this is the worst receiving core that he's ever had around him. So, like, he is supposed to step up. He needs to. But instead, like, he just... He's, he's he's just not the same guy that he was a few years ago. You know the he's a he's a year older, and it's just it's kind of I think taking a, a toll on his body. And I know he's been yeah. battling a few injuries and stuff, so that, sure. that that hasn't helped. I don't know. It's just I I love Travis Kelsey, and you know I think he's a Hall of Famer, but it's it's not looking great. I think he, I don't think he can be what he was a few years ago, where he can just. Where you're like, okay, the receiving core is bad, but you got Travis Kelsey. Like, right, it, yeah. He, he can't be that anymore. And I wonder how much of that is, like, physical, like a physical thing, or, like, how much of it could be, like, mental, or, like, um, if he's been dealing with stuff, like, behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Because, I mean, yeah, we watch these guys play on nationally televised broadcasts every weekend, but they're humans too. They be going through stuff. Yeah. They have lives sure. behind the curtains. Um, but yeah. And like you said, Joby, he just like has a lot of pressure, like being the best receiver on his team right now. Because mm-hmm. um, guys like MVS or fucking. Um, Dog shit. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like who guys, Sky Moore, whoever you want to, Rasheed. Yeah. Uh, Rasheed Rice been Rasheed doing well. Rice. I was gonna say Rasheed I'll Rice say, is the only job. is the only bright spot on that Chiefs. They're just not right getting right. the job done right now, though. Yeah. That's the thing. yeah. And I think also uh, for me, I want to like hold off on the the um the scary uh like is this the end of travis kelsey because he is he is banged up right now he is and if next year if he has like similar uh like production in that being like you know good but like not you know the best tight end in nfl history like we were talking about at the end of the last season mm-hmm. um then I think at that point we can be like, all right, well, I guess, I guess, you know, father time is undefeated. It was fun while it lasted. Yeah. Um, but like, I think that, I think that it's really like the injuries, mm-hmm. the defensive coverage, obviously, you know, uh, skews very heavily towards him because like, who else are you going to defend on that, uh, on that Chiefs team other than Travis Kelsey? And... I think if the Chiefs hit can hit on a wide receiver in the draft, or, or end up with like someone like T Higgins, um, that would help. Um, but also, this is the Travis Kelsey like standard. Like compared right. to like every other tight end in the league, he's still like good. He's right, still he's yeah. still really good. Like he's he's just but he he's just not as good when you compare him to prime him and also compare him like and put him on the pedestal of like. Yeah, he's a tight end, but he needs to be like the best receiver as well because he was like right. offensive player of the year candidate last year. Yeah, one hundred percent. He was up there. Yeah, yeah, but it was just the Raiders' defense, honestly, that really took control of this game. The Chiefs were held in negative eighteen yards in the first quarter. That's pretty crazy. Uh, that is the second worst total for the club since nineteen ninety one. Wow, that's insane. So yeah, it was just. I wonder if the the Chiefs under Mahomes have ever went negative in a quarter. I no, I because it the, the well, I just meant like negative at all. Oh no, oh. since they were just since like that one was like negative eighteen or something like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, mm, I I would imagine I not. I don't think so. Um, there are some other games that happened though this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bills and the Chargers faced off in a very close game. Um, and the Bills ended up winning, and now the Bills are in the sixth seed in the AFC. They've went from, uh, I think we were talking about this on the last podcast, but they went from a team that we were like, they're cooked, they're done, they're finished, and now they're in the playoffs, and now anything can happen. Anything can happen in the playoffs. The Bills are like the rockiest roller coaster of a team because Josh Allen will have, like, a streak of, like, just being a turnover machine. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he'll have a streak of like being the best quarterbacks ever league. <laughs> and then now their team is nine and six when they were just like at like five hundred not that long ago, below five hundred. I was gonna say I think ago. they were literally like 
six and six or even lower than that I, at one I, point. I could have swore I remember them being like four and five. Yeah. Mm. Mm. They have won their last four or five games. Um. So, yeah, I think they were like slightly below five hundred before this Crazy. little streak. Um, um, Gabe Davis had 130 yards on four receptions and a touchdown. <laughs> Such a Gabe Davis stat. No, literally. Gabe like, fucking Davis I've stat never line. seen anything more Gabe Davis. Um, I just wanted to mention that real quick because that shit was insane. Um, I, you know, because of that streakiness, though, I, I still don't see them like, going very far in the playoffs. But yeah. I can see them like, you know, they, they're the sixth seed. They end up going against, uh, let's see, that, that'd be the, the three seed. So, the like, Chiefs? the Chiefs. Bats. Let's go. Let's go. That, that can go either way. That could go either way. Josh Allen revenge game. Uh, like, I can definitely see that. Uh, it probably will end up being the Chiefs because the Dolphins and Ravens are fighting for the first seed. The Chiefs only have like nine wins, and it's the, the AFC South is such a fuck fest. Like, yeah, who knows? no, for real. the The Bills are basically in the same position that the Rams are in this season, where it's like rosters that were supposed to be like Super Bowl winners. Although the Rams did win that Super Bowl, um, and. Uh, and they were previously out of the playoffs, and now they've made their way into a sixth seed against a third seed that has many narratives surrounding it. With us, it's Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions being Matthew Stafford's former team, and uh, Jared Goff being a former Ram. And with uh, the Bills, it's, well, you know, that's 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 the... One of the biggest rivalries in the NFL right now, and Mahomes definitely in the AFC. Allen, for sure. Well, I don't know. Basically, it's like Mahomes versus everyone in the AFC, <laughs> and so take your pick from like Lamar, Burrow, or in this case, Josh Allen. But that's still a very real and valid rivalry. And you know what? Maybe that game will go to overtime, and maybe Josh Allen will win hey, one since, uh, since that one since game. He can never fucking win in overtime. Nope. Yeah. Still hasn't won a game since that rules been yeah, changed. Yeah, at least at least he will. Uh, at least he'll get a chance this time. So then, yeah, yeah, then we can get some some, uh, some more concrete, you know, evidence out there. Has the uh, has the NFL changed its rules for overtime for the regular season? No, just okay. So we'll get to see it for the first time. Yes. Okay. If, if a team if a team goes overtime in the playoffs, which would be amazing i want to see i want every game to go in overtime in the playoffs. Yeah, who, doesn't love, who doesn't love a little extra free sports you know? yeah a little little freebie that they're a little encore yeah, yeah exactly encore. um but in this game josh allen uh recorded his 40th touchdown of the season he had two damn. rushing and one throwing damn um he is now the first player in nfl history with four consecutive seasons of 40 combined touchdowns wow damn that's he's crazy. The second quarterback to reach 50 career rushing scores. Damn. A uh, quick update on the Jets and Browns game, because uh, we are reporting this while this is going on. Uh, the first quarter just ended. Take your bets. Uh, why do I feel like the Jets are winning? Is it not? The first just, quarter just ended? The first quarter just ended. I think it's 7 to 10. No, 7 to 3. Jets are winning. 7 to 0. Browns are winning. It is currently Jets at seven, Browns at twenty. Oh what? my! Yeah. Actually, yes, actually. I don't know why I thought the I don't know why I thought the Jets would be winning. I, 
The Browns I've... have put up 20 points in this first quarter. Wow, that is insane. The Jets fumbled on the kickoff. What? The Jets fumbled on a kickoff. It went it went Browns touchdown, Jets touchdown, Browns touchdown, Jets fumble on kickoff. And um... then Browns turned it over on downs. And then they inter- and then they got a pick six on Trevor Simeon, because Trevor Simeon, I guess, is playing this game. That's why, why, why are the Jets the way they are, man? Why are they like Jesus Christ? And the Browns have the ball. Um, <laughs> thank God we're not watching that game. Yep. Um, uh, Packers and Panthers was a close game, it was like 30 to 33, I think. Uh, the thing that was significant about this is the Packers almost lost, gave the Panthers a their third, third of the season. Yeah. What did that have been two in a row? They won. They won. Yeah, last they week. won last week against the uh, the uh, Falcons. <clears throat> um, and also this was Bryce Young's first career three hundred yard passing performance. Oh, wow, that, that's crazy! I could have swore that. Yeah. Oh, Bryce Young, Bryce Young. I thought yeah, you meant, yeah. I thought you meant Jordan Love, or I thought you said oh, Jordan Love. Yeah, no, yeah, I was about to say he had some great games at the beginning. Yeah. Uh but yeah, that Packers defense is I mean you're put, giving up 30 to the to the Bryce Young Panthers. What are we doing here? Yeah, what are we doing? Here? Yeah, that Packers defense is not very good and I think that's the reason they're not in the playoffs anymore. So They they still could make it. If they went out, they uh they could make it. They have a very good chance. Oh, for like the 7th seed, right? Yeah, yeah, for one of the for one oh, of the okay. seeds. I don't know who's in the I don't know who's in the NFC 7th seed, but I think it's the Vikings. Uh, I believe it is, or no, 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 because it's the Seahawks and uh, Rams. Oh, you're right. It is the Seahawks. Totally forgot about that. Well, sorry to the sorry to the Packers, um, but yeah, you will not be making the playoffs. Um, did you guys watch this Cowboys and Dolphins game? I did not. I did not either, unfortunately. Um, fuck, I didn't either. <laughs> I mean, I, I I definitely did, but I don't remember it. I just watched the highlights like a couple days ago. I, I think Jason Saunders just had a masterclass of a performance. It was just kicking hella field goals. He did. He did. Uh, I think he he definitely broke his own kicking record. Okay. Uh, I do remember that much because I got parts of it, like, bits <clears throat> and pieces of it. Um, and I know from like, you know, hearing breakdowns and seeing a lot of like discourse on it, because and looking over some of the stats. Uh, you know, Tua got the ball out really quick, and the Cowboys defense was just letting him do it. I mean, mm-hmm. the the Cowboys defense is big on like soft zone, and Tua is known for getting out the ball like hella fast. Yeah. Like he has he has the fastest release time in the league, and that's like part of his like superpower is that he can just snap the ball and get it out. Like he has the fastest, and he's accurate. Yeah. So um, if you yeah. give it if you get to Tyree Kill and they're in soft zone, like he's gonna turn that into like like eight yards easy exactly so and then the cowboys defense a lot of it relies on that pass rush hitting like getting there and like disrupting the play but if you know Tua gets the ball out before anyone can even get to him then not much he can do there exactly and uh he threw for 293 yards and a touchdown and Terry kill had nine catches on 99 yards or 99 yards on nine catches yep pretty um, good stuff but yeah it just seemed like it was just them getting close to scoring, but then they weren't able to score, so they had to settle for a field goal. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah. Did not watch that game. 
I'm just glad that the attention is moving away from Dakota Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys to the next team that we have to talk about, the Ravens, who faced off against the Niners and beat their sorry little asses. Man. This, this game, man, ejected this shit into my bloodstream. <laughs> That's all I, I was wanted doing. for Go breakfast, ahead. lunch, and dinner. <laughs> Oh my god, bro. This week has been so good because listen, the 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 Lakers lost on Christmas Day. However, this was the Christmas gift that I really wanted. <laughs> and I was telling Brie about this and I was like rehearsing a like speech for this very podcast and this is what I'll tell you guys now is that this game was the culmination of all the agendas I've been pushing this entire year. <laughs> Lamar for MVP, Brock Purdy and the Niners are bad, and this is the like Brock Purdy threw four interceptions. And Sam Darnold threw a touchdown. He did. Oh my god. Yeah, no, yeah, oh my true. god. Yeah. Bro, Brock the... Purdy threw four picks. Sam Darnold came in, he threw a pick, but first he threw a touchdown. Yep. And it's like the like the 49ers and i think i've said this on this podcast before even maybe even last week i don't remember but this 49ers team made me think that guys like nick mullins and cj bethard were like suitable nfl starters <clears throat> in places and like i believe the this year's like um th there was a stat that i heard i don't remember what so like Brock Purdy has the most yards uh yards gained after after like the pass the most yards after catch. Yeah, basically. Um he has the most yards after catch in the league since like name name a time. I don't remember <laughs> what it was. But do you want to know who held that stat last year? Tom Brady. Jimothy G. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Obviously. <laughs> Jimothy. Jimothy. Was Tom Brady in the league? I, I didn't even hear the sentence, uh, the full sentence. I just wanted <laughs> no, to guess Tom Brady. I know Tom Brady mind. had it at least one year. I know he did. No, for sure. But this, this 49ers team is built to make the quarterback look good. Mm -hmm. And, you know... The only one who looked good on that field last night was Lamar and the rest of the Ravens team. Oh my God, Lamar uh, looked so good. It was, <laughs> it was like, like we've talked about this at length. Like his ability to like escape the pocket mm -hmm. and like make and create plays. Like that's all I was seeing. And yeah. this is like supposed to be like a top three defense in the league. And like. It's crazy, and, and and so now I'm finally seeing, like, Lamar MVP talk on my timeline, and that's, finally. like, all I've been wanting this god. season. Oh my god, like, it was, this, it was a perfect game. Yeah, it, was it really perfect, was. just perfect. <laughs> Every sense of the word. Um, yeah, no, a shout-out to the Ravens' defense as well. I think, I, like, yeah. I think they are, like, Lamar is, like, the MVP. The Ravens' defense was the MVP of that game, 100%. Oh, um, for sure. Jadavian Clowney, shout-out to him. He had an amazing game he was going off he um got a lot of pressures he has like he has like eight and a half sacks this season or something like okay. that which is like pretty good for his standards at least because yeah. he was he was definitely more known as a as a run defender coming out of college yeah. and he is going crazy like he, sure. he's definitely not known for sacks but he's been doing them this year um roquan smith 
amazing. I mean, we knew that. I mean, one of the best linebackers in the league. He has been great ever since coming to Chicago. Thank God he got out of there. And shout or out going to Baltimore. Yeah, I I meant coming from Chicago. Gotcha, since he gotcha. came from Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Um and then shout outs to Kyle fucking Hamilton. Kyle Hamilton. Kyle fucking bro. Hamilton. Oh, oh my god. God. Shout out Marlon Humphrey as well. True, but yeah. Kyle Hamilton, he was getting he got picks, he got pass deflections, he got he got pressures on like QB pressures. Uh on one of the picks, he got like pancake blocked. And like crazy, got man. up afterwards and made the pick. Like it was, he just he's so he's such a hard hitter. He's such a a solid part of that defense. He's a cornerstone of that defense, and he is the reason that they are able to play the way that they are because they know that they have someone like Kyle Hamilton on their team who can do anything that he needs to. Yeah, it, it, am I wrong in thinking that he's defensive rookie of the year, or is there anyone else that I'm missing out? Well, on? that would be hard since he is not a rookie. Wait, really? Kyle Hamilton, he got drafted last year. He had a pretty quiet year last year, but he he got drafted last year. Wait, actually? Yeah. No way. Mandela effect. <laughs> no, this is this is the most Mandela effect that I've ever. Yeah. No, Kyle Hamilton got drafted last year. Oh wow. I thought the I I thought the whole thing of whether Kyle Hamilton was like actually a good player or not no. was this year. No, he was the 14th overall pick last year. Huh. I think he did have some injuries last year. I don't think he played the full season. Mm. And he wasn't as good. He had he had flashes last year. Um but yeah, no. I'm he's um this is his second year. Hmm. Yeah, he came out of Notre Dame. Well, he's a very good player, and um, if he had this, if things were different, he would be the defensive rookie of the year. <laughs> if um, things were different. If if the things that have happened did not happen, <laughs> um, but no, yeah, that 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 game was a magnificent watch. There was, it was, yeah. I mean, like, I don't really know what else to to say. I feel like I'm not properly. Uh, summarizing how how good lamar jackson is and i've seen people being like kind of crazy about this and like now people are like this game went from like being deciding mvp to now people are like aside from the people who are now on the lamar jackson for mvp train which finally glad you caught up (laughs) um but uh people are now like oh well he doesn't have the stats and i'm like okay he's he's like oh oh the thing that people have the thing that people have been uh saying who have i think i've also vocalized on this podcast before is that like if if they did the tush push like they do for Jalen Hurts on the goal line for Lamar, then he mm. then people would be like, oh yeah, he's the MVP. But oh, instead, yeah. it's uh, instead, Gus. Gus Edwards has thirteen touchdowns. Mm. I think I saw like a, uh, um, I think I saw like not like a diagram, but just like someone went through all of his touchdowns on the season. His longest touchdown was like seven yards. Gus Edwards? Yeah. <laughs> and the rest of them was like one yard, one yard, three yard, one yard, yeah. like four yards. And it's like... Similarly, that's how Jalen Hurts' touchdowns look too. <laughs> no, like, exactly. It's like one yard, one yard, one yard, three yard, four yard, one yard, one yard. Yeah. Exactly. And so Gus Gus Edwards, you know, no disrespect to him. I'm glad he's he's gotten me a lot of fantasy points this year. Um, but like... 
it's like people don't watch ball and it really <laughs> it's really infuriating yeah um so yeah i from this point onwards i will entertain nothing else i will i it's it's lamar for me only and this is the game where i feel like i've been vindicated and it feels mm -hmm. it feels so fucking good to just know how right i am yeah i mean shit we've been saying since the beginning lamar for mvp that's and, true yeah and it's taken this long for people to finally realize who the real mvp is and thank god and it is not brock purdy <laughs> Who the fuck that is yeah exactly <laughs> uh in industry plant ass <laughs> nepo nepo baby no for real i knew his ass was an industry plant whenever he went uh like last pick in the draft Very last pick and then people yeah. were like oh it's mr irrelevant mr irrelevant oh my god and it's like i've never seen like i i know what this is i i, I know mr irrelevant was a term before brock Purdy. i know it was but yeah. i i no one ever mentioned it until brock Purdy. and yeah. i was like shut the fuck up Apparently, though, historically, the Mr. Irrelevant label is has been uh, like better for people who have gone in that spot than even like the spot just before them, simply because it is that it mm -hmm. is that spot because like for like, I think like sometimes like they'll get like commercial deals and stuff like that for just <laughs> simply being that. So like sorry for whoever got picked uh one spot before second them. to last you no, are yeah. actually mr <laughs> no yeah literally so irrelevant that you don't even get a cute little nickname so you're just you're just not good yeah i think we had i think the rams had the mr irrelevant this did. Year. it was yeah. uh deshaun it was some sort of lineman yeah i think it was a d lineman i always want to say it's osiris torrance but that's uh that's the bills lineman hmm yeah, I think he had a. I think both of his initials started with a D. I don't remember. The boss, uh, Celtics and Pistons are tied now. Yeah. All right. Well, it was fun while it lasted. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, I know I talked about this like three weeks ago, where I was gonna do a top five, bottom five, and oh, I compiled sick. that. Sick. Let's but go. Then I started thinking about the the playoff races. Oh. So I also thought it might be fun to discuss the playoff race and give our predictions on that since we are two weeks away and it's still kind of a, a clusterfuck of for sure of everyone yeah. going here so in the afc i focus mostly on the afc because gotcha. in the nfc you know it's like if if the if the seahawks and rams went out the ones that are currently there then like nothing will happen the rams do have to face the niners so that might be a test but well you know we'll see um in the afc though there's a lot happening so oh, yeah. here is the afc picture so far you know you have the ravens at one the dolphins at two the chiefs at three and then right now the jaguars are currently leading the afc south and what's the record However, eight and seven the jaguars are eight and seven tied with like the rest of the Col tied with the colts and texans Damn. In their own division at eight and seven. So here's how here's how the wild cards are looking. Browns, they've locked it up. They're 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 a lock. They are, I believe, ten and five. Yes. Um, and they are probably gonna be eleven and five after this game. Yep. So they are gonna be the fifth seed. Okay. Bills are nine and six. 
they are the only nine and six team uh, that, uh, except for the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are also nine and six, but they have they're they're winning the division. So right. Bills are nine and six, so they are the sixth seed right now. So now between the fourth seed, which is the AFC South winner, and the seventh seed, there are there are five teams that are eight and seven right now. Oh, There's we've got the Bengals and the Steelers. And then in the AFC South, we have the Jaguars, Colts, and Texans. So out of the Jaguars, Colts, and Texans, one of them's for sure getting in. And then out of the two remaining teams and the Bengals and Steelers, one of those teams is getting in. Damn. So for for consistency sake and, you know, just to keep it simpler, let's say the Jaguars win the AFC South. Okay. They... They're going against the Panthers this week and then the Titans the week after. So I'm assuming they went out, and if they went out, they win the division. So we're looking at the Bengals, Steelers, Colts, and Texans. For one more spot. For the final spot in the AFC or for in the AFC playoffs. Here are the remaining opponents for yo. <laughs> Here are the remaining schedules for each of those teams. The Bengals, first up. Uh actually. I'm going to start with the Steelers because I think they have the hardest remaining schedule. Hmm. Steelers are going against the Seahawks and the Ravens. Oof. Yeah, their asses are not making yeah. it. That is that is rough, <laughs> especially is led by the Mason Rudolphs of the world. Right. Yeah, I forgot and about that. Yeah, so that is, that's a pretty rough one. I think they have the hardest schedule. I think it's pretty easy to say, to guess that they're not going to make it. Yeah. After that, uh, second hardest, in my opinion, we have the Bengals, okay. who, who are going against the Chiefs and then the Browns. Ooh. Yeah, which another, you know, two good defenses. The Chiefs, you know, it's it's the Chiefs and Bengals are always going to be a, a rivalry. The Chiefs have been game. struggling lately. Chiefs have been struggling, so it's possible. And like the Browns, I mean, you know, they're the Browns. They're they're it's a dice roll every game. Yeah. So. It's it's definitely possible on those, but I I'm willing to say that they're not going to make it as well. Um, I'm so I'm putting them at like third most likely. And then out of the Colts and Texans, these are kind of tricky because, interestingly enough, in Week 18, the Colts and Texans play each other. Oh, yeah. okay. So before that, the Colts play the Raiders. And the Texans play the Titans. So mm. both winnable games, both losable games as for well. For sure. Um, you know, Raiders just beat the Chiefs. They're they're looking kind of hot for some reason. Uh, Raiders are not eliminated. They are still in it. That's yeah, kind of crazy. Yeah, but seven and eight right now. Yeah. They, it's like a, Don't they have to win the division, though? It's like a 12% chance that they make the playoffs. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh... The Raiders are second in their division. Yeah. Isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah, they have a 13% chance. And they have a 1% chance to clinch the division. So uh, the, Broncos, the Broncos still have a chance to make it as well, but their chance is like 5%. And they also sat Russell Wilson. Can we talk about that for a little bit? Oh, they yeah. Sat Russ? yeah. I forgot about that. Russell Wilson is going to be sitting for the rest of the season now. They sat him. For Jared, St- Jared Stidham? Stidham. Yeah, what did he do? What did he do? Um, apparently, I, I was hearing about this more and more. I read up on it as well. Um, so Russ is going to take a physical in March. Mm. If he passes that physical, then it's fine. Like the contract thing. If he fails it though, he gets like 37 million guaranteed. 
That's crazy. It's like it's like an injury like backup clause that he had in his contract in case what? he like got injured. Yeah, it's like it's like an injury clause basically. Uh, so he can be covered if he gets injured, and yeah, so he has that in his contract. So you know the the Broncos are like at like a five percent of making playoffs. So they're like, fuck it, we're not gonna even try. We're not gonna risk it. And if we do want to move on from Russ, we want this to be an option. So they're just gonna sit him for the rest of the season. So he doesn't get injured. Yeah. So you like so you like basically like it's guaranteed to pass a physical. Damn. That's that's fucking crazy. I knew it had something to do with like financial reasons, yeah. but Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, insane. I did not know that. The the I I was fine with it. I like I was like, you're your like five percent chance that you make the playoffs, like you're not gonna compete really. You had a, you had your fun. You shoot. You showed some life. Like, save it for next season. Right. Yeah. But the thing that didn't sit right with me is that they could still win the division. It would take them yeah. winning out and the Chiefs losing out, but they could still win it. And that's the kind of fucked up part. Yeah. It it's it's definitely like you know as we were looking at the percentages a non-zero chance, especially yeah. with to win the division nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That is that is kind of crazy. And, like, guarantee yourself a home playoff game. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's, I feel like the disrespect this year for Russ has been kind of crazy because he's been like low key balling out after we all said that he was washed, mm-hmm. and so to now like sit him because you want to like protect your bag is kind of, I don't know. That yeah, that doesn't that also does not sit right with me. Yeah, no, that that one just kind of that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Um, and Jared just, Stidham, really, like, yeah, who I, wants to watch Jared Stidham play football? Hey, hey, I want I want to check out some Jared Stidham football. I want I want to see what he's got. I want to see what he's cooking. Said the first person <laughs> never. <laughs> first time that sentence has ever been uttered. Um, um, no, I just I just thought that that was kind of fucked up. Like, especially like as, as a fan. Like, yeah, like, like I want to watch entertaining football. Yeah, I want to. My team has been entertaining now for the first time in a bit, and like, I want to see what, like, I want to see that happen some more. And I, I like, there's still a chance that we can win the division. So like, why would I want to sit my starting quarterback? I don't know. I don't think Russ is gonna be on the the Broncos next year. Yeah. Um, I think that's also part of the reason that they sat Russ is because. <clears throat> If they sit him, then and then like that way he doesn't get the guaranteed money, so they don't owe him thirty some million. Because you know if he fails that physical, they're gonna have to pay him even if he's not on the team. So. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's it was just a lot on that one. I just wanted to talk about that one because I was when I was no, doing yeah. the research, I found out about that, and I was like, that's so fucked. Yeah, it really is. And also now that you bring that up, speaking about other benchings in the league, uh, Sam Howell was benched for Jacoby Brissett for the final two games. Justice which, for Sam Howell. No, that's what I'm saying. Also, equally does not really make any sense to me because it's like Sam Howell is still like a young talent, and like he's got he, he like still needs like development and stuff like like he he should be getting like NFL reps, and now we're like. Like, this is literally no disrespect to Jacoby Brissett, because if, I mean, I bet the Jets would love to have Jacoby Brissett on their team. I bet they'd be fighting for a playoff (laughs) spot right now if they had Jacoby Brissett on their team. But, like, why are we benching, like, a 24-year-old quarterback for this, like, 
like journeyman backup QB. Like I I saw the picture of him that the that the news outlets were posting, which first of all did not know he had a fucking wagon like that. Um, second of all, <laughs> second of all, it was so weird to see him in uh, in a commander's jersey because I was like that. I don't know. It feels like Jacoby Brissett has been has also been on every team in the league, and it, yeah. it was just it was just weird to see. Um, I don't know. I don't think the Commanders are moving on from Sam Howell, the, which is it, why I'm like, why it might, it might it might be a pity bench, like a <laughs> like a we just feel bad for you bench. Yeah, <laughs> he's gotten like, beat up a lot. True, he's true. gotten sacked like more. I think he has the most sacks in the league. Yeah, the most he, sacks taken in the league. Most certainly at this point, but it's also like. I don't know. That would like. I'm sure he wants to play. I'm sure he yeah. wants to be out there. And I like, don't know. Ron Rivera is gonna be gone next year anyway. No, that's what I'm saying. I I saw a quote tweet that was like, "This is the most Ron Rivera ass move." Because like last year, it took him. It took him until like literally the last game or last two games of the season to put in Sam Howell, and now he's taking out Sam Howell in this. Like it does. It doesn't make any sense yeah. to me. It does not make any sense to me. Now he's gonna see Jacoby Brissett go off, and then next off season he's gonna be like, you know, there's something. There's something about this Brissett kid that we <laughs> we need to try out. This Brissett kid. If I would have known that we had J- Jacoby Brissett in our team the whole time, <laughs> I would have been starting him the whole time. <laughs> And Jacoby Brissett being the the league leader in passing yards and attempts and sacks and all that stuff would have been <laughs> would have also been a trip to see. Oh, that would. Which good. actually, no, it wouldn't have been because there was this one year in like I think it was like twenty nineteen or like twenty twenty when Jacoby Brissett was on the Colts and he mm. was like leading the league in touchdowns through like six or seven weeks. The only reason I know that is because I have this like graphic burned into my mind from like a Thursday night football game where like <laughs> him and like Mahomes' stats were like right next to each other and I'm like, why are they the same? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, so uh back to AFC wildcard race. Oh yes. So course. yeah, we are so now we have the if if all continues as is and we don't have anything crazy happening, right now it's looking like the Ravens have the bye. The Dolphins will be going up against the winner of the Colts versus Texans game in week 18, if, you know, all this goes as according to plan. So it'll be Dolphins versus either Colts or Texans. Uh, Chiefs versus the Bills, and then the Browns versus the Jaguars. And honestly, I, if that happens, if these matchups happen, that's a good set of matches. I'm predicting multiple upsets. <coughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm thinking that a lot of teams are gonna have only one home game this year. Oh, what was the first? Yeah. Dolphins versus either Colts or, or Texans. Texans. Okay. When does CJ Stroud get back? That is. <coughs> That's one of the main things that's on my mind. He's, I think he's gonna be back this week. Please be back. I need to see more CJ Stroud. That's what yeah, I'm uh, he, yeah, he cleared uh, protocol. Likely to start versus Titans. Okay, Let's bet. Because, because th- th- this is the time he needs to be back if he wants to be in the playoffs, especially over the damn Colts. Which... Is the rest of their team healthy now? Because I know they were all pretty banged up for a minute. I don't know if they are. Let's see. Um, no, well, Brown is questionable. Mm. Is Nico, um, Collins, Nico Collins is back, right? Oh, uh, yeah, he's not on here. Oh, wait, no, he's questionable. 
Um, I have damn. I guess this is like constant. But yeah, they have like a bunch of <clears throat> tackles and defensive ends on that are questionable. Um, Will Anderson is also questionable. Damn. Mm. But the only receiver uh, is no He was questionable. Um, for the AFC race, though, considering that Shroud is coming back, I, I do think I want to pick the Texans as one of the teams. I feel like it would be Texans and Bengals. Mm, Bengals? But that the Bengals dude, have a tough... You think you're kicking out the Bills, then? Or aren't the... Browns and Bills are both wild cards. So we just got one more between... Oh, wait, for real? Yes. <laughs> yes, that's what I've been saying, bro. Oh. Bengals. Between Bengals, Steelers, Colts, and Texans, one of them makes it. Only Bengals, one of them. Bills, no, ba- Bengals, Steelers. Bengals, Steelers. Colts, and Colts, Texans. Texans. One of them makes it. I hope it's the Texans, man. That's I hope it. it is as well. Because I'm like... They're the most entertaining. A CJ Stroud versus uh, Tua and the Dolphins... That would be a passing masterclass. I would love to see Much that. better than the Gardner Minshew Colts. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to see Gardner Minshew in the playoffs again. <laughs> and I mean, like, no disrespect to Gardner Minshew or anything like that. But, or like, that Colts team. But, like, take a break, bro. Like, yeah. take a step back. Let, yeah. let somebody else do something. That's what I'm saying. Uh, also, uh, you know, we're kind of missing a masterclass in this fucking Jets and uh browns game where we're kind of missing a banger i feel like actually did the two minutes Jets come back no nah, not really but like two minutes left in the game <laughs> two minutes left in like the first quarter the first half uh and it's 27 to 14 browns are jesus up. christ yeah like not very often you see a 27 14 game yeah that's uh that's definitely like a chaos game that's going yeah. on right now trevor simian the... five for nine 72 yards a touchdown and a pick joe flacco 14 for 20 Two touchdowns and a pick, 224 yards. That's the first half. 14 for 20, 224 yards. That's crazy. How was Joe Flacco just like sitting? He was just like on waivers for like who? He was just on the couch. Yeah. He was just on the couch. That's so funny. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that is crazy. Uh, do you have anything else for the AFC or are we going to talk about the NFC at all? Uh, no, that's about the uh, about it for the uh, AFC. If you want to make a bold prediction that, like, the Jaguars lose to either the mm-hmm. Panthers or Titans, then that opens up for Colts, some iteration of Colts and Jags or Colts and Texans, and then Colts end up with a four seed or ja- Texans end up with a four seed. But I'm thinking it's going to be the Jaguars, especially. They they have been looking rough, but they're going against the Panthers and Titans for, in the next two games. Yeah. So Yeah. I just wanted to talk about that one and engage where y'all were feeling for that last spot because i think it is crazy because you're you're looking at the standings and it's like you know it's like all the teams the all the division winners and then like browns at 10 6 uh bills at nine and or browns at 10 and five bills at nine and six five teams all eight and seven yeah yeah that's, that's wild man i maybe the steelers go on a crazy run to end the and the and the season god i hope not maybe the we'll get like a legendary week 18 matchup between the colts and the texans i hope they put that one on prime time because that because none of the week 18 time slots have been decided yet yeah they really should especially because like <clears throat> this is that's what this last week of football is for man there's mm. so many good moments throughout mm. the years of like 
of like these type of games so like yeah i'm, I'm looking right now like and let's see falcon saints nobody cares seahawks cardinals no steelers ravens no i mean they they, they might because if the steelers win that could be big for them yeah uh depends on if the steelers win this week if the steelers beat the seahawks this week then they might make that one a prime time uh buccaneers and panthers no browns and Bengals potentially uh vikings and lions no bears and packers no texans colts yes chiefs Chargers, no broncos raiders maybe if if one of them could if one of them winning leads to them making the playoffs then maybe yeah yeah bills and dolphins that could definitely be one even oh though, that that should be that should be one even though it won't really probably have any effect on the standings themselves unless the dolphins lose this week and the bills win that's just like that matchup is always good yeah that bills and yeah dolphins that one doesn't matter as much for seeding it's just interesting yeah uh, that give them the prime 12 o'clock then yeah whatever yeah, yeah. uh jets and patriots no eagles giants no rams 49ers not really jaguars titans no cowboys commanders no so yeah like texans and colts is like the only one where you can be like okay for sure this one is going to decide a playoff spot yeah 100 percent. even though it's not the two biggest market teams and it's mm. not like the two most like dynamic teams it's the biggest in terms of like playoff seating if the NFL cares about anything, they'll make that they'll make that a primetime game. Mm-hmm. But I really feel like they cater to the markets a lot, which kind of sucks, rather than like yeah. actual good games. Yeah, can y'all care about ball, please? That's <laughs> what I'm saying. The NFL does not care about ball. Um, uh, I didn't look too much on the NFC side. I feel like that one's more cut and dry. If Rams lose against the Niners, that does open up some possibilities. If the Jack, if the Packers went out. That being if the Packers went out and the Vikings went out. Because the Packers and Vikings do play in Week 18. So if they both win their respective games and then either the Seahawks or Rams lose, and then it could just be a, you know, one of those two teams could sneak in there. Mm. And I think because the Packers have the <clears throat> tiebreaker against us. <clears throat> Damn. Sorry, no, you're good. Um, I think we would get dropped down to the seventh seed and then have to face the fucking Eagles. Yeah, that's if the Seahawks lose out though as well. Cause mm. um, whenever I was looking earlier, I had the Seahawks beating the Steelers and the Cardinals. Yeah, which yeah. that makes sense. So yeah, that that it might it might be a little bit of a race in the eighth seed as well. I mean, the Saints and Falcons are also up there. The Saints and Falcons play in week eight or week eighteen. So, but I mean the. Saints play the Buccaneers this week, so not like the highest of hopes there. And then the Falcons, who the Falcons play this week? Uh, they're going against the Bears. The Bears. Oh, Falcons might be in it still. Falcons could find a way to sneak into that that last spot. Play the Bears this week, and then the Saints next week. Yep. So I mean, it's definitely possible. I think NFC stand how it is, and I. I don't know. We'll we'll see on the AFC side. It will fall into place. This week will be very telling for sure. Um, speaking of this week, you guys want to do some pickums? You know, you want to pick some games? Let's do it. Oh, um, I'm finding out. Hello, breaking news. I'm finding out for the first time that I've actually picked the Jets. <laughs> you picked the Jets? <laughs> well, no. I guess they kind of. Well, it's a close-ish game. That was kind of like a vibes pick, I think. I <clears throat> I thought I picked the Browns because, obviously, 
but um i guess yeah wow crazy world we're living in um so i guess i'll be rooting for the jets now um last week uh in pickums oh my god such a crazy week. last I feel like week i got all my shit i think we all did pretty bad uh well i feel like i did all right um i did better than i thought i did you did better than joby and you didn't pick okay. again Hey, well, because he didn't pick again, that he did better than me. Who, well, who are you going to pick between the Rams and the Saints? Whoever. <laughs> well, how, how did I do no. so fucking Rams bad? Rams and Saints, though, I would have probably picked. Them. What did I do that was so, uh, like, awful? I picked the Texans over the Browns. Okay, yeah. I picked the Cowboys over the Dolphins. But you picked, I, the I picked the Niners. That's what I did. You changed to the Ravens? I can't believe it. I don't think I did. I think hey. I picked the Ravens. I could have swore you picked the Niners initially. Hey, I uh, picked Browns over Texans. Let's go. That was the only thing I got. I should have picked. I should have picked the Browns. I thought CJ Stroud was coming <clears throat> back. I thought he was clearing concussion protocol. I'm lucky. My I'm loyal to my Saints. Okay, I I would be up like four if I wasn't such a a, a biased person. Hey, <laughs> listen, listen. He says it every week, folks. And it's still true every week. <laughs> Um, oh, I also, I also picked the Dolphins over the Cowboys. Oh my god, the Browns have 34 points now? Alright, well, I guess I'm definitely <laughs> losing this game. It, and it's still the first half? It's still the first half. What I is going on? <laughs> Trevor Simeon is in it. Also, I put up the Pistons to, uh, Celtics game. It's a uh, 100 to 101. Celtics are winning with three minutes left. No That's crazy. way. Yeah, okay, uh, we can do some pickums though. Let's Bless you. It. Thank you. Um, the Mavs are also playing. They're losing seventy to seventy-one to the first-seeded Timberwolves without Luca. Let's fucking go. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh yeah. Let's do some. Let's use picks. Make them pick them first on the ballots. We got Detroit versus Dallas. Okay. Dallas. Wait. Wait. I'm sorry. Kate Cunningham just blocked Jason Tatum in the paint. <laughs> I have it pulled up right here. <laughs> Should I put live at the start of this podcast? <laughs> Let's do the pickums real quick, or do we want to pause and watch the end of this game first? Well, KP for three and boing boing. KP has been going crazy. And we can go ahead and shut that. Down. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, so this Lions and Cowboys game. Cowboys coming off of two losses in a row. Do I dare pick the Cowboys again? <clears throat> I picked them versus the Bills, and I picked them versus the. the I've Dolphins. done the same. I'm pretty sure. Are Are they gonna disappoint once again? Uh, I have the Cowboys picked, but I would not be surprised if they lost. This is two teams that have disappointed me in pickums this year. I feel like I picked yeah. both of these teams a lot, and they always lose when I pick. Haven't the uh aren't don't the Cowboys get beat on the ground? I think that's I think that's also what happened in in the last game against Miami. Yeah, I mean their run defense isn't known for being the best. It's their pass defense that, uh, but it's the pass defense that really like shines so if they can get to the quarterback mm. and if they can put pressure on golf and so, if, oh, you know what never mind if any if i can believe in anybody to put pressure on golf i believe it is the cowboys d-line so i'm going with the cowboys see but now that we've said all this now i want to switch my pick over to the lions because they've got a good o-line to mitigate that pressure they've got a good running game to to the best running back duo in the league exactly i don't know man i'm rocking with the with the the uh cowboys still 
teams in the past have gotten pressure on Goff, and they probably have had worse D lines than the Cowboys have. Damn, this matchup, um, this ESPN matchup predictor is seventy percent Cowboys, yeah, thirty percent uh, Lions, which is kind of crazy. It's it really a little is. bit disrespectful, I'd say. But hey, I mean, I I do have the Cowboys picked, so what what can I say about it? Uh, I think I'm also picking Cowboys. Fuck it. All right, next up we got Patriots at Bills. I got the Bills. Bills. I also got the Bills. Also, shout out to the Patriots for fucking themselves by winning against the Broncos this week. And moving, oh, yeah. Moving from moving to the second spot to the fourth spot. Awful. That's Awful crazy. Awful team. Um, um, I still think they'll be able to, like, if we're talking about... They're out of Drake May range. Who's, uh, who's, who's taking Drake May above them? I mean, someone will trade up. The mm-hmm. Commanders aren't, are not going to pick... Oh, it's the Commanders. The Commanders are on three, yeah. Mm. So you got the Bears, Commanders, and uh, Cardinals picking ahead of them, which Cardinals will probably, if they don't trade out, then Cardinals will get Marvin Harrison Jr. But Cardinals could very well trade out, and the Commanders could definitely trade out. And those are both teams that have a lot of needs and would very much like the whole shotgun style of just drafting a whole bunch of players and then just right. hoping that they hit like the Rams did. I was, hey, you said it, so yeah. I didn't have to. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, All right. Uh, so, Bills over the Patriots. Um, Falcons at Bears. I got Falcons. I have the Bears picked. Yeah, I kind of hate the Falcons, so I'm going to go with the Bears still. As, they didn't fire Arthur Smith last week for some reason. Wait, what just happened? It's tied again. <laughs> oh my god, pause. <laughs> Jaden Ivey just drained a three. Boston went on a 10-0 run, and then Pistons just matched it with a 6-0 run. KP against Cade. No, no good. good. Cade is dribbling up the ball against uh, Drew Holiday. It's a screen. It's Bogdanovich for three. Oh. No good. Oh, but oh. it gets tipped out. Oh my god. There's a scramble for a ball. KP gets fouled. Crazy sequence just that. Jaden Ivey fouled KP after a scramble for the ball on the floor in the corner. That was a yeah, that was an insane sequence. My <laughs> time just looks so old. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a foul. Did it? Was it? I don't yeah. know. He, he, the he, ball. He, he got a lot of this on. I don't know. You're kind of a KP dick rider, so. I, well, bro, that looked like mostly <laughs> armed to me, but as I'm much as I want the Celtics from lose. the computer. I'm, I'm sorry that KP happened to go crazy against the Lakers on Christmas. Bro, you, you're lucky you weren't there. Bro was, <laughs> bro was on KP's dick the entire <laughs> Christmas day. Um, I was like, he's not on the Mavs anymore, dog. He was doing some... Sc- oh, 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 no way. It was going you got it looked like it, it definitely looked like he he blocked it before it hit the backboard. They're reviewing it. They're reviewing it. I think they were just saying it was on the way down. No, no that's no, a block. No. That's his second block on uh, Jason Tatum, right? No, it it might have been going down. I don't know. It looked it looked like down, it was going up to me. Since it was ruled a goaltend, I don't know if they'll be able to what happened to it. it. Hey, they got eight seconds to either make way shot. though. Either way though. You know, if it is a goaltend, Pistons get the last shot. With eight seconds left? Eight I seconds. mean, that has to go to Cade or Jaden. Please. 
if Cade Cunningham makes a three it's a to win. beat the Celtics. Oh, did it hit backboard? I think I it might have From that angle, I think it might have hit the backboard. I mean, don't show us this angle again. Mm. Oh. That's really close. Yeah. That's really close. That one made that one makes me think that it that was a block. That one also looked like a block to me. That's also like the worst angle of seeing if it hits the backboard. Just give it to him. Make it. Let's make this interesting. Oh, but that would mean the Celtics get a shot, right? Like they keep possession. No, not if it's goaltending. If it's goaltending, or no, if it's a block. Oh, it's goaltending. Oh, that means all right. That means Piston gets shot. I, I I like this scenario better. Yeah, that was that yeah. hit backward first. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Unfortunate. I'm, I'm glad they finally gave us a good angle. Uh, for real, yeah, they like, waited until the they last second. They've been holding on to this angle for so long. It looks almost like a tie. No, yeah, it was like did his hand hit the ball and then like. Oh, man, that's they're probably just not gonna. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think yeah. you can overturn that. Yeah, definitely. Alrighty, well, what about this? Uh, we all pick uh, Falcons versus Bears yet? Uh, yeah, I want Bears because Arthur Smith is not a good coach. I'm going Falcons. I'm going Bears. Uh, Raiders at Colts. <laughs> you know, uh, Raiders have been going getting hot, but Colts, I think. Are gonna want it more. Yeah, they're I just think, fighting for that yeah. playoff. I think Shane Steichen is gonna coach him up real good, um, and yeah, they're fighting for a playoff spot. Raiders not as likely, so I, I'm I'm going with the, the Colts there. I'll also go with the Colts. Um, Aiden O'Connell did not complete a pass in three quarters, so that's true. I yeah. that's they still won the game, and I still don't really know how that all happened. He didn't complete a pass in three quarters. The last three quarters, he only completed passes in the first quarter. Yeah, and they still oh, won. They still won. This has been an awful. Not that like you know, quarterback versus quarterback stats are mean anything because they're on opposite sides <laughs> of the field, but. Uh, it's crazy how Mahomes has lost a game to a quarterback who has not completed a pass in three quarters, has also outthrown him in yards and touchdowns for the first time this year. Like Zach it's Wilson. not been yeah. It's not been yeah. who who has now been benched for Trevor <laughs> Simeon. So not saying this is nothing to do with uh like Mahomes' skill or anything like that, but like that is it really makes you think. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Rams at Giants. I'm going Rams. Easy Rams. Well. Uh, we got Cardinals at Eagles. Going car or Eagles. Oh, that's <laughs> the sneaky cards. <laughs> sneaky cards. You know they're sneaky good, man. They've been playing hard. Yep. Um, yeah, Eagles. We Trap got, game for sure. We got Saints at Bucks. <laughs> I'm rocking with my Saints. I don't care. I'm going Bucks. Y'all see I the, feel like I picked the hoodie. Y'all see the hoodie. Yeah. I I also have the Bucks picked, unfortunately. I feel like I've picked Sorry. up against the Bucks the last few weeks, and they've done me wrong. Or all day. The the Bucks beat us earlier in the season. They're not beating us twice. That's the only that's the only thing that's got me fucked mm-hmm. up. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie. Exactly. 
Um, they're about to end our oh. You know what? Fuck it. I'm I'm going with the Saints. That's that Hell would be yeah. such an NFC South ass thing it to would. happen. It would. It would fuck up the standings, and it would be great. Uh, all right. Quick pause while we watch the rest of this Pistons and Celtics game. The eight seconds. Turn that shit up. Let me paint the picture for you. Eight point seven seconds left. Is that Malcolm? No, not Malcolm. Who the fuck is throwing in the ball? It's a Pistons player. Pistons inbounding. They give it to Cade in the corner. Oh, he just puts it up immediately. It gets... Oh, oh my God. God! Bogdanovich tipped it in off the Cade miss. Bogdanovich with an, with an insane just put back. Like a, <laughs> oh. It is tied at 108 with 4.6 left. Boston will have the last shot now. I can't believe... I can't believe Cade just put it up instantly. I know. That was a terrible shot. Yeah. Oh my god, there's no way. That's so... How much... Uh, the fucking thing's in the way. I can't see how much time was left. There's it was like, like six seconds on the... 4.6. 4.6. Oh, oh, like whenever Cage like when, shot? Yeah, I mean, he shot uh, against Yeah, the, I mean, like, it, there was 8.6 on the inbound. And he probably shot it at 8. Yeah. <laughs> like it was no there was no turnaround time at all it was just catch and shoot man oh my he God. acted like there was 1.2 seconds For left. was that really the play they drew I, up I <laughs> what well, like, did you monty what did you even do in that time out i forgot to mention too monty williams got a bag in this offseason to coach yeah. the team and it's like he stole their money, bro. He did. <laughs> so I'm like, the fact that they have the highest paying coach in like NBA history. That is and crazy. It's NBA oh. history? I think so. That's insane. Yeah. I don't know if that I don't know if that losing streak is defensible if you're literally the highest paid coach in NFL or NBA history. Four point six, Derek Wyatt will pass it in. Screens are being set. Jason Kahadam on the top of the key. He That's shoots it. It's off. Oh, over the game time. going to overtime. I don't care. They went to overtime with the Pistons. The Celtics are frauds, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's finish. They're going to say, oh, but Jalen Brown was out. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> People will say that. Oh, yeah. Um, Niners over the Commanders. Yeah, Niners. For sure. Niners. Uh, Panthers at Jags. I got the Jags. I also got the Jags. Game of the week here. Dolphins at Ravens. Wait, this is at 12 o'clock? The schedule makers are awful. Who has the prime time? No way. Oh my god. Fuck the Vikings and the Packers. Nobody cares about them, bro. Bro, are you serious? I'm pissed. And <laughs> same with the Bengals Chiefs, bro. And I'm so sick of seeing Bengals primetime games. Me too, yeah. especially after Joe Burrow is no longer yeah. their quarterback. What's the point of flexing if you're not going to flex out these games? Ha has like has that happened at all this year? They did it once. They took that they, they did it once and it like was it was so dumb. They uh they took out like uh it was when uh I think it was when the Eagles and Chiefs or Eagles and Niners were playing. They flexed out the Chiefs game to like be the like like seven twenty game because they wanted less competition with the Eagles and Niners viewers. The the schedule makers are awful about that. I not like I don't care if like like the neither one of the the Vikings or Packers are in the playoffs right now. 
I know once they, if they win, like, they have a better chance of making it, but, like, it's so fucking stupid. It is stupid. I'm um, so pissed that this NFC's, <clears throat> uh, NFC North, like, uh, shit bowl is, is in the primetime slot. That's so disappointing. Yeah. I will uh, not be able to see this Dolphins-Ravens game, because I'll be at work, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, um I got Ravens in that one, though. Yeah, I got Ravens Lamar. as Lamar. Well. Yeah, Lamar Jackson yep. for MVP. Yep. Uh, Titans at Texans. I got the fight in CJ Strouds. Same. The CJ Strouds will be fighting this week, especially because he's back. The leader, the namesake. I'm going with. I'm going with the Texans. I mm-hmm. also got Texans. Uh, we got Steelers. <clears throat> Steelers at Seahawks. Mm. Seahawks. Yeah, that's that's about all I can say about that one. Drew Locke is actually going to be playing this one. Oh, they, why? They intentionally did not start Geno Smith. Wait, they, now Locke I want to... kind of going off? Drew Locke kind of went off last game. He did. Against... The Titans? Yes. Uh, oh, I want to pick this. I kind of want to pick the Steelers now. Low I'm, key. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I haven't decided, but I'm kind of leaning towards Steelers low key. They also have Mason Rudolph, though. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I guess yeah. you're right. Yeah, I, I realized that y'all forgot about that. If you must be thinking of this hard, I guess I guess I was thinking of the defense. Really, mm-hmm. I was like, this this defense is gonna make that Seahawks defense though is not playing around, man. No, you're right. Witherspoon's been been like, he's been on one. True. Yeah, I get. I'll go Seahawks. Mm. They just have a more talented team or balanced team, rather. I guess. Yeah. Uh, Chargers at Broncos. Um. I got Broncos. Yeah, I got a Broncos here. It's still Easton Stick. So. Oh, fuck. Well, I guess it's Jared Stidham as well. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I got Chargers in this one. Uh, I just Because yeah. they benched your boy. Yeah. No. No yeah, more. team morale will be down. You know what? You're right. I'm picking Chargers. This is one of those games that that's going to be an upset that uh, people like won't think about that's fair until after it's happened it's like oh wait a minute they just benched their starting quarterback Uh, Bengals at chiefs Mm. i guess i got the chiefs yeah because i think i have to here it's just feeling like another upset to me chiefs have been struggling Bengals. i actually don't know what their last couple games have looked like I think they've been winning. They won last week. Bengals? Unless they lost last week. Bengals, in which case, I did not. Bengals lost 34-11 to to the Steelers last week. Wait, I thought that was the other way around. No, Bengals definitely lost to the Steelers last week. Oh, crazy world we're living in. Yeah. Oh, is this? Oh, yeah, that was week 15. Oh, you're right. Yep. Oh, I picked the Bengals last week. Yeah, so I'm definitely picking the Chiefs this week. Yeah. Uh, and then we got the Packers at the Vikings. I have the Packers, mm. but I'm not happy about it. Yeah, definitely not happy either way. I think I will go... I'm going to go Vikings. TJ Hawkinson is out. TJ mm. Hawkinson is out for the rest of the season. Was it like a torn yeah. ACL and MCL? Yeah. That's mm. insane. He's Which been so sucks. Good this year too. Yeah, I don't know if he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna be back in time for the start of next season. It's up in the air right now. 
Damn. Uh, Who's Vikings? I don't know. That's a toss-up, though. That's, like, literally anyone's game. The Vikings... The Vikings have lost four of their last five. The, their only win in their last five games was the 3-0 game against the Raiders. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm thinking Packers. <laughs> Man. This would also be an NFC... This or this is just an NFC North-ass game that we're going to witness, so no matter um, what happens... I'm picking the be... Packers. The Packers are more likely to get a wild-card seed. Yep. How many total points would be scored in Packers-Vikings? 12? <laughs> <laughs> um, This is about to be like a... Like a... Put in 36. Not even thinking about it. I was going to put 34. I put like 24. <laughs> Yeah, this is a 20 to 14 ass game for yeah. sure. All right, well, that's this week. That is this week. Um, and uh, we measure things in weeks, but we will not see, uh, you will not hear our voices until next year. Um, or honestly, with the way that I put these fucking episodes out, <laughs> it'll this, be the new this year. This will already be the new year. Yeah. Well, happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year. Um, I hope that your guys' 2024 was better than your 2023 and that, uh, you, that you're, keep going, you, you're up. Also, did you say 2024 was, was better, better than, than your 2023? 2023? Will be. <laughs> there we go. You can... I'll just edit that out. We don't need to... <laughs> no, 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 raw, people. unfiltered. That's how we like it here on Sporty 3. So, yep. Yeah. We like raw. things... And unfiltered. Just kidding. Safe sex. Practice safe sex. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Which is what we're yeah. going to do with this <laughs> podcast now. Um, so, You're welcome. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good one, good one. That's um, a cute little outro. Wrap it up. Wrap it up? Dude. Time to wrap it up. Time to wrap... It up. Oh, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say something. You started doing like hand motions. So I, was... I, I really thought you were cooking something there, man. I was with you. No, no, I was. He, he said rap, and I was like, oh, cinnamon nine. Like... <laughs> oh god, damn it! Start rapping about safe. Oh this man has candy corn sitting on the. the actually, he, kinda... said, he said, "Bro, try these." <laughs> no, actually, uh, it's it's candy corn licorice with a uh, licorice. What the fuck? I know. Crazy? No, yeah, it <laughs> it's crazy as fuck. Honestly, I think it's good, but I can't have like more than one handful in a sitting. Would you like to try some live on the podcast now that you've brought it up? I don't want that many. Well, t- take however many you want. But it is it is better if you have several at once. I tried these last week. I want to get them oh. a little taste though. I was kind of a pleasant surprise. You got more. I did get more. Alright, but multiple will like fuck up your jaw. That's very true. I see Derek White's bony fingers holding up three. <laughs> yup. They just went back up ahead. It's 119 to 115. Nope. No way, I just saw a Derek White head. Like a, like a oh, little like cover cut out. No way. Who brought that? Who made that? <laughs> Why would you put his scary ass up there on a, <laughs> on a sign like that? <laughs> you wasted a whole, like, three feet of cardboard to make it just to make his forehead. <laughs> What uh? What what is your guys's reviews of this uh? Of this candy, the viewers want to know, 
for the listener. It is it is better than you would expect. Yeah. Um, it reminds. Yeah. I, I told this to Drew last time. Whenever um, we he made me try them last week. They remind me of those like little yogurt bites. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Um. Those used to go hard. Yeah, definitely unexpected, but I prefer it over regular candy corn. Let's I don't wrap know. it up. Yeah, I was, <laughs> was going to say that again, but I was like, well, we just said that. All right. Well, uh, have a happy new year, everyone. Yeah. Uh, uh, follow through on your New Year's resolutions because mm-hmm. uh, you should be kind to yourself. And, Set good and goals do things for yourself. For, exactly. Yeah. And they don't have to be big. They don't have yeah. to be crazy. But, uh, but you know, just, just let yourself let yourself improve and be better in the new year. That thing you've always mm-hmm. wanted to do, that thing you've always wanted to try. You know, this is a, this is your excuse. You want to try uh, candy corn licorice? You should try it. <laughs> try new things. KP for three, no good. KP for three, no. And Derek White is wide open in the paint. Mm-hmm. Well, it's now 121. So 117. Now the rest of this evening is going to be wide open for us because we're ending podcast. So let's wrap it up for the fifth time. We're wrapping it up. Happy New Year. Happy Happy New New Year. Year. Goodbye, everyone. Bye-bye.